0: This is this is faith.
1: Technologies Employee Podcast. 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 Plugged in.
0: This is Plugged In. Plugged in. Plugged in. Plugged in.
1: Welcome back to Plugged In, everyone. We've all heard leaders throughout the organization reference the phrase 80 20 on many different platforms. Today, we are joined by George Vanderlinden to talk through what the 80 20 rule is and how you can implement it into your everyday tasks. Welcome, George. Welcome. Um, Would you like to start by giving an introduction about yourself and your position here at Faith?
2: Yeah, George Vanderlinden, basically been with Faith 32 years, currently titled executive director. What that means, I guess (laughs) we'll figure that out. But, you know, primarily working on some of the strategic initiatives at the board level and at the executive team level to try to put some of that 32 years of experience to use.
0: One of which is the eighty-twenty strategy that we're here to talk about today, right? Exactly. Awesome. Well, let's go ahead and get started. I, I understand that that concept, as Haley mentioned, is certainly well understood and adopted at our leadership level, certainly. But our goal today is to help educate employees on that concept as well. So maybe that's a great place to start. How would you define or how would you explain what eighty-twenty is?
2: Yeah, I think I'll hit on two things. I'll get to the, what eighty-twenty is in a second, but... You know, I think we have continued to drive 8020 thinking further into the organization and as we had a new group of people about a, about two months ago getting more of a in-depth introduction into 8020 it became apparent that while 8020 is continuing to grow within the organization there's still you know the large majority of people especially those out in the field are on the front lines even with customer interaction don't really have a good understanding of what 8020 is. So that's really what we want to try to drive here today It's a great insight from, you know, somebody that was, you know, newer to the exposure to 8020. So miss on our part, but we got an opportunity to catch, to catch it up. Yep, so what is 8020 and the, really the it's, you know, rooted in the Pareto principle and anybody can read up on the, on the Pareto principle and, you know, I encourage you to do that. But, you know, it was rooted originally around land ownership. 80% of the land was owned by 20% of the people and vice versa. And it started to grow in the last, you know, probably century around, it applies to most things, whether it's, production, 80% of the work is done by 20% of the employees, 20% of the employees cause 80% of the problems, <laughs> what have you. While 80-20 is not meant to be absolute, it it's a disproportionate distribution. So mm-hmm. if you look at just about anything, it may be 90-20, it may be 95-5, but the reality is, it's going to be disproportionate.
0: Yeah, most of your most of your <clears throat> outputs come from a few of your inputs. Okay. Correct.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep. I know faith has kind of adop-
1: like adapted with this strategy for a long time. Um, so, do you want to talk about kind of the origins and how faith really started with this rule um, and has implemented it since?
2: Yeah. So originally, we were introduced by one of our customers to the eighty twenty principle through Miller Electric, and they're an ITW company, and ITW kind of either founded or adapted the principle as a business philosophy around all their businesses, largely part of an acquisition strategy on their part and a business focus strategy on their part. They tried to keep things simple, and it really drove extraordinary results, you know, year in and year out. They're one of the highest performing manufacturing businesses across the, the globe, really. It's in large part due to their adaptation of the eighty-twenty principle. And simply put, they focused on the areas of the business that drove the, the best results, and they ignored the areas of the business that drove not such good results. It seems really simple and really common sense to do the things that drive success and stop doing the things that don't really help you, but it kind of goes against human thinking. Human principles. It's harder than We hate to lose.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You always think the more customers, the better, but... Right.
0: it's focusing on not just getting stuff done, it's focusing on getting the right things done. Correct. Absolutely. Awesome. What about... So you talked about how ITW had adapted the 80-20 strategy to fit their organization. What are some of the ways that we're seeing that fit into the faith world today?
2: Yeah, so we... You know, we started working with a consultant that was once an employee, high-level leader at ITW. Worked with a lot of different businesses within ITW to, to uh, implement and optimize the 80/20 principle within their business. So we started working with him about seven years ago, and largely in the beginning, we focused around um, identifying the customers and what made a customer a good customer for Faith, and really. At the end of the day, I think we've learned that it's really which customers can we truly drive our value proposition to. Not as much about what they can do or what they can't do. It's what we can do to help them or Mm -hmm. not. And what we find is where our value proposition aligns with a customer where we can drive that value, um, it's a good thing for both of us. We're able to charge a little bit more and they're able to get maximum value from us. Trying to avoid the cliche of win-win, win-win. but it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so early on, we really focused on the customers, and and um, and probably a little bit too much on the customers that we should stop working with, instead of putting a high level of focus and concentration on the ones that were really a good mm-hmm. fit. So I think the last two years, it's really been more around aligning with the customers that we truly can drive value for. And, you know, in one example, not a small example would be the Vandal construction projects. But we're seeing a lot of the, the improvements that we've been able to make to the business because of that customer, because of our alignment with that customer. We're seeing, you know, numerous customers, either new customers that weren't visible to us or weren't really in our realm at one time. The biggest Fortune 500 companies now are certainly within our within our reach because of that focus on, on that business and where we truly succeed.
1: Moving on from, you know, how Faith adapted the strategy at the leadership level and at the big business level, can we talk and move into how employees can really implement that in their daily lives, both at work and their personal lives?
2: And I'm, I'm stealing this from Joe Hahn, who's a consultant that we worked with. But, you know, on a personal level, you look at how you treat say a stranger that you meet on the street your sister and your wife on their birthday if it's a stranger that you meet on the street that you found out it's their birthday you might wish them a happy birthday and that's probably it <laughs> if it's your sister and you're an adult you're probably going to send her a card an email or a post on facebook <laughs> and say happy <laughs> birthday sis and if it's your wife My guess is if you want to stay married, (laughs) you probably look at it a little bit different. So it's kind of the same thing when you apply it to work. If you have a customer that isn't really that well in alignment, you don't walk past them. You try to help them if you can. If you can't, you you move on. If it's a customer that is a decent customer, but it doesn't have that complete alignment, You'll probably give a little bit different type of an effort. But when it's one of our top, let's just say 20 customers, you're going to go above and beyond. Mm-hmm. You'll do just about whatever they ask you to do, within reason, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but because you know that it's it's truly an investment on both our, right. uh, both our parts, it's a, again, back to that cliche, win-win. They're going to give some, and they're going to get some. And same, same on our side's. So when you look at the alignment with our top customers and the amount of business that they could potentially bring to us, I mean, we've only tapped the surface of, of what we could do for them. As we drive that alignment, I mean, we can grow exponentially without really looking for a whole lot more, any more customers realistically.
1: That's great. That's great information that everybody can really take and kind of put into their daily lives. So. Moving on to resources that anybody could reference, do we have anything like that, either up and coming or, um, you know, that has been in the past shared?
2: Yeah, so I think the, um, the idea is with Jessica and the communications team to, on a, at least on a monthly basis, have some, whether it's a podcast on the employee portal, um, to make sure that throughout the next year, we really touch on a lot of different areas on 8020 what's happening and kind of what employees can do to help further that effort
0: perfect and to add to that i mean we will be featuring different areas of 8020 and the one thing which is a, an, another topic that we've been talking about throughout 2019 and maybe talking to george a little bit more throughout the coming months well thank you very much for joining us today george all right thanks, thanks. george And again, if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, please feel free to reach out to communications at faithtechnologies.com. And we encourage you to like or comment on each episode. And remember that you can add it to your mobile device. The instructions are available on the podcast web part of the homepage of the employee portal. See you next time. Plugged in.